relationship without trust is like a car without gas. You can stay in it all you want, but it won't go anywhere. On today's case, Mrs. Weish says her marriage is out of both trust and gas. She says her husband's promises to seek help for his pill addiction and live a clean life have all been short-lived. She says she is tired of the lies, deception, and finding pills stashed around their home. Today, she says she's had enough and she's ready to call it quits. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Weich versus Weich. Thank you very much. Mrs. Weich, you brought the case today out of concern for your husband. You say he is losing the battle against his demons and his addiction will be the reason you divorce him if he does not get the help he needs. Yes, Your Honor. And Mr. Weich, you say you're here to save your marriage. You admit to abusing drugs to cope with other aspects of your life. You hope the disdain your wife feels for you can fade so you can get your marriage back on track. Yes, Your Honor. So this is a situation a lot of families find themselves in. Mrs. Weish, why are we in court today? I'm here because I was conned into believing that I was marrying a sober man. However, the only thing I've received thus far is lies, red flags, drug addictions, and little to no stability. I do not want to be anyone's widow, and I do have these divorce papers right here, and if he's unable to get himself together, then at the end of the day, the marriage is over. We're going to have to get a divorce. So you wanted to marry a man, not an addict. Not an addict. Mr. Weish, do you hear what she says? Yes, Your Honor. Is she right? In some way, right, Your Honor. But I've been through a lot, and I know that there's some things that made it get bumpy, but it's not nothing that's not savable. And I'm here to save my marriage. All I need is a little time and a little love for my wife just to get me that extra push. Let me see whether or not there's any love left, because a lot of people don't realize that all the ups and downs in a relationship can sometimes just make a relationship be too stressful on the human being. Let's just see if Mrs. Weish is at that point. Mrs. Weish, tell me a little bit about how you all met and then what led to where we are today. We met at work. I thought he was everything that I had never had before. He was tall. He was very attractive. He came off very genuine, and he was really funny, which is what struck my attention. Um, But then you say there were some red flags. Yes. There was a girl who brought him to and from work. I'm asking, oh, you know, um, that's my friend. She brings me to and from to work. That's what was stated to me. Okay, Mr. Weish, was that who it was? It was my ex. It it wasn't in series. I knew when I met her that I wanted... that this was the person I connected with. So why didn't you just say, I'm in a relationship, I am getting out of that relationship, and I want to come to you correct? To be honest with you, Yana, I didn't Because it was his girlfriend, and he couldn't do that. No, no. I didn't think that she was going to even still have interest in me if I even told her that. All you had to do was be up front. It would have went a whole nother way. Uh-huh. But obviously, you neglect to do that. So it started out having a little trust issues right in the beginning. Right at the beginning. Okay, and then you said there were some additional red flags. We weren't speaking because I did find out that that was, in fact, his girlfriend. So he stopped coming to work. I didn't see him for two to three weeks. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is not like you. So I'm speaking with a coworker about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, you didn't hear? I'm like, no, hear what? She's like, oh, he hasn't been to work because he is currently in the hospital. He had to get his stomach pumped. 
So I'm like, stomach pump for what? Like, what's the problem here? So he's basically telling me, oh, well, I had to get my stomach pump because I had ingested too much lean and it was basically tearing up my insides, to say the least. You so, poisoned yourself. Yeah, but that's how we cope with a lot of stuff where I'm coming from. Like, I don't really have nobody to talk to, not to really just tell everything to. And I was young then. For those who are not educated on lean... No, nah, it's actually just cough syrup. The same cough syrup, you, but you have to be prescribed it. The same cough syrup that you almost died on, Your I mean, Honor. Look, I, I stopped. And how long were you in the hospital? I was back and forth for like two and a half months. Did you get through that? I decided to move past it. Okay. However, we got engaged with the terms of having premarital counseling prior to anything. Very smart. And one of the biggest terms was to seek help for, for pills, for lean, for weed, for drugs overall. Your Mrs. Honor. Weiss, you agree with this, right? That y'all yeah, had a real conversation. Yeah, we had, we had a conversation about it. Basically, Mrs. Weiss says she wasn't marrying you unless you made the agreement that you were going to get clean. Yeah, and well, I, I started to change my life, but tragedy struck. Okay, Mrs. Weiss, why don't you tell us what happened? I was leaving home from work and I stepped on something. So I'm like, okay, what is under the mat? So I lift the mat up and it's pills under the mat. So I'm calling him like, okay, why do I have, why, why are there pills underneath our welcome home mat? And so he's like, oh, well, I was going to sell them for a little extra money and we could always use the extra money, you know, just as I a I was going to sell them. I was going to sell them. So you were going to go from a drug addict to a drug dealer? Nah, nah. When I was in the streets or, or like I was living my life out there, and I was bringing in all that money, it was no issue. But when I changed my life for her, to get married to her, and started to get a nine to five, everything, that money got slow. I was bringing two, three thousand So did thousand I know in. what you, let's, let's start here. Did I know what you were doing and able to bring money in? Let's be honest now, for once in life. Some of the stuff you knew about, don't play like you were just blind, like you were just out here like. So in other words, you said she acquiesced in the lifestyle when it was financially lucrative. Then when you gave it up... And everything got slow, and I tried to do it the right way and live, get a paycheck at the end of the week. Your it's, Honor, that's not true. It's, oh, dang, this, that. Well, why you can't do this? Or why you can't do that? Because I'm making two, 3000 a day, bringing it home, giving it to you. You, you, you ain't saying nothing. You just Ms. Happy. Weiss, you know what your husband just said? A lie. Mm-hmm. So is he lying to mm -hmm. me? What sense does that make? Okay, if I knew that's what you were doing but I was okay with it. But I'm telling you, in, in terms of us getting married, this is what I'm not accepting. Why did you call off the wedding? Because I see that it was an ongoing issue. And then another reason, basically to say, you literally would tell me to my face, okay, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, and I would find it around the house. You could play oblivious all you want if you don't physically have evidence, but I physically see and it. And I thought Mr. Weiss said that he gave up lean, but how do you find it around the house? I started selling it by the pints. That's how I got in the house. Were you taking the drugs at the same time? Yes, yes, ma'am. So you understand that you were still in that life of deception and going down a path that is never going to work for your family. Did you understand that? At that time, no, Your Honor. I did not. The one thing that she's asking for is your sobriety. And all I ask for is a little help just listening to me. No, no, no. That's not going to help an addict. Stop it. You know what's gonna help an addict? Taking your behind the detox and cleaning your body out. And if you don't get yourself together, you're going to kill yourself. And I'm sorry if it sounds harsh, but that's what you need to do. Promotional consideration provided by... 
Divorce Court will be right back. So that brings us to our wedding. We went to counseling. Things start to appear like they were getting better. However, it's the day of our wedding. So we're literally in front of all of our family supposed to be honoring our union under the hands of God. However, we're looking all over for him. It's time for us to take our family photos. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How are you looking all over for the for groom? For your groom. Everybody's looking. Have you seen Antoine? Have you seen Antoine? A good friend of mine's like, oh, yeah. I just seen him up the street with his friends. What is he doing? Girl, you know what he doing. At your wedding, you're, you're smoking, you popping pills at your wedding. You had one job. I was just checking on the guests to make sure they were straight, to make sure they need nothing. And it just so happened that my nerves were bad. And one of my family members had a little joint, so we stepped outside. That was it. It wasn't nothing like, I ain't, I ain't leave her at the altar. But I'm sorry, you want me to give you credit for standing in front of this woman, her family, and your family, and, and then you're gonna walk first. outside and break the vows, literally before you took your tuxedo off. I just, I ain't really think about it like that. I just went out. Well, they just think about it like that because I'm saying it to you like that. For real, you grown man. Now, if you want a wife, you're gonna have to act like you want a wife. Because right now, it's giving your first priority is your friends and drugs. From the first day of marriage, that's the way I, I presumed it to be. Well, there is right. no question. Honestly, Yana, this girl ain't got to ask me for nothing. I'm still going to give it to her. I still give her everything. I make everything happen, even when but I'm in the best but, of situations. But situation. the one thing that she's asking for is your sobriety. And all, I, and all I ask for is a little help to be there for me. Okay, that's what I want to know about. When, when start... you say a little help, what do you expect as help? Just listening to me. No, no, no. That's not going to help an addict. Stop it. You know what's going to help an addict? Taking your behind the detox and cleaning your body out. You know what's going to help an addict? Going into rehabilitation. That's what's going to help an addict. You are an addict. And if you don't get yourself together, you're going to kill yourself. Anybody ever looked you in the face and told you, every time you pick up a joint, you are doing drugs. And if you want to be a junkie, then be a junkie. But this woman don't want to be married to a junkie. And I'm sorry if it sounds harsh, but that's what you need to do. You need to get yourself together. And ma'am, if you don't want to be married to a junkie, don't be married to a junkie. Don't put up with BS. This is time to help your husband. You know how to help your husband? Take him to the rehab center. Put him in detox and demand accountability. That is how you give tough love to somebody who you love and you want him to be clean. If you want this marriage, you got to help him get clean. And it ain't about listening. Do you want to be clean? Yes, Your Honor. So there was another occurrence. Oh, dear God. I'd like to ask substance abuse specialist Dr. Maya Cullins to join us. Your friends and your company that you keep cannot be a part of your support because you would never get the help that you need. It's going to take some hard work. Would you be willing to work at this kind of journey? If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. I'm working and I just hear somebody knock on the door. I go to the door and I'm like, okay, you know, um, who are you? She's like, oh, I came to drop something off for Antoine. He hands me a bag of pills. Oh, dear God. 
Now you got drug dealers coming to the house. You have pills in the cabinet. You have lean in the freezer. No. And I have photos to prove it. Evidence. These are pills that are in... The cabinet. The cabinets. That is meant for food. Mr. Weiss, are you hiding pills in the house? Yes, I am. But at the same time, like, I ain't even gonna blame it on stress, but that's just how I cope with a lot of stuff when I deal with a lot of stuff. I don't talk to nobody. I talk to myself. I got real bad insomnia. I done had that since I was 12. I don't go to sleep like that. So I have to induce my sleep. And to help me go to sleep or, or, to, or to help me deal with a lot of stress. Mr. Weiss, it is so clear to me that you are struggling with a substance abuse issue. So I actually decided to bring in a professional to help me get some insight into what is going on because whatever's out here in these streets will kill you. And it's time that you face those facts. I'd like to ask uh, substance abuse specialist, Dr. Maya Cullens, to join us. Would you ask Dr. Cullens to join us, Robert? Sure. These are lives that are being impacted on. And it is absolutely imperative for you (laughs) to know that you have options, sir. Dr. Collins, hello. Hey, how are you doing? I'm well. Dr. Collins, please explain to the court your specialty. My specialty is working with individuals that struggle with mental health and substance abuse issues. What do you think is going on with Mr. Weiss? You heard me say that this is addictive behavior. First, I want to commend you for standing here and being honest to say I have a problem. Secondly, we have to talk about the solution. And that is one of the things that we specialize mm-hmm. in with working with individuals that struggle. I understand personally trauma and how people cope. Everybody cope differently. That's why I'm here trying to make this work. Yeah. Because, like, before we even got married, like, it was worse. Yeah. I was taking six, seven pills a day. Yeah. Like, for real, like, me being with her, it, 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 it done slowed it down. How can Mr. Weiss start to build a support system to help him transition from the state that he's in to where he really wants to and needs to be. First, he has to start by identifying who is that support. But I will tell you, your friends and your company that you keep cannot be a part of your support because you will continue to go back in the circle and go around and around and around and you will never get the help that you need. So your actions have to match up. So I know you can't do it overnight because they call it like a demon on their back where they're struggling, Mm. you know? These real-life issues. Sitting here and thinking... Because Mr. Weish has actually ingested substances that has affected his health, Mm -hmm. it kind of starts with detoxing, getting that stuff out of his body. Yeah. So the services that we provide... That's what I wanted to know. ...is outpatient treatment services where you work with medical staff, you work with counselors, licensed clinicians. You come in and you do an assessment. And when you do that assessment, they'll find out where did it all start. And then you have to follow through the steps. But you just have to be consistent and persistent with doing it. Now... Within our services, we provide methadone treatment services and we provide counseling, group counseling, individual, marriage and family, if needed. It's based off the need of the individual. So in other words, you all and your resources become a part of that support system. Yes, absolutely. So, Mr. Weiss, that would then say you'd have a village, you'd Mm -hmm. have a family of people who were vested in you getting clean and staying clean. And most importantly, finding out why you relied upon artificial substances to get you through the day. Because that is really what the most important thing is. You find out what the trigger is so that you recognize it, so that when it happens, you don't allow it to dictate what your behaviors are. It's going to take some hard work. 
Would you be willing to work at this yeah. kind of journey? I am. I'm willing, like, to... I done told my wife multiple times that I'm, I'm trying my best to stop doing this. Even if I need help, I'll take it. And the way you try your best is to take one step at a time, but take a step at a time with some people who actually are vested in your success. Yes. Just because you're born in a set of circumstances don't mean you had to live in a set of circumstances. Absolutely. If you want to come out of those circumstances. Ms. Weiss, are you willing to go on a journey with your husband if he's willing to actually take positive steps? Most definitely. But I won't sign the papers today because I've been told this multiple times. I need action. Dr. Collins, are you prepared to, this day, right here, walk out with Mr. Weish... Yes. ...and have him sign himself up for program resources that will start him on the journey to clean health. Are you prepared to do that today? I am. Mrs. Weish, are you prepared to walk out with Dr. Collins? Yes, Your Honor. Mrs. Weish, that is for forward action. You're right, Your Honor. Now I ask you the tough question. Are you willing to walk out with them and be a part of this journey? Most definitely. Anything that would make him better as a man alongside my husband. Ms. Weiss, you got people who are rooting for you. Mm-hmm. Dr. Collins and her entire team are at your disposal to be your village. Yes. And to help you. And by the way, it's not going to be easy. And there are going to be stumbles. So if every single day you wake up and tell yourself, I'm going to do this, and I am not going to ruin my sobriety, it'll be one day. Have you taken... Any drugs today? I took nothing. Did you take anything yesterday? <laughs> yes. So today is your day. So you need to go to sleep tonight and wake up tomorrow and say, I did one full day without taking any drugs. You ready to go down that path? Yes, Your Honor. Mrs. Weiss, you said you were done, but I knew walking in the door you were not done because you were just too passionate about the man that you fell in love with and you've been there and you've been there, but you wanted to see some forward action. Yes, Your Honor. And today we're trying to take that forward action. The day you said no more has pushed Mr. Weish to a point to say, I'm not losing my wife over this. It's not worth it. But what I'm most proud of is you saying, I'm not using my life over this. It's not worth it. I want to watch you walk out of here with Dr. Collins and start your life again. This is day one. I expect to hear how you've made it. Mrs. Weish, I wish you all very good luck. Thank you. Prayers and blessings on the two of you. Dr. Collins, thank you so very thank much you, for Yana. this. You can do this, sir. No more junkie shenanigans, okay? Because you're not that person, right? How many days sober you got? One so far. That's <laughs> all you need to hear. I'm gonna get through this part of life. Addiction is no joke for the individual or for the relationship, and I am so glad mm-hmm. he recognized it and wants the help. Not only did he recognize that he needed the help, he recognized where it started. Communicating where their trauma lies. There's mm-hmm. so much drama and trauma going on in people's lives that if you don't deal with that trigger, right. you're gonna see yourself spiraling into the same position that our guest was today. I'm so glad he's gonna get the help. Mm-hmm. We're pulling for the two of them. Absolutely.
made in Georgia.